Welcome to the GodFocusPodcast.com. This week's episode is about loneliness. Welcome to the team, Christopher, who joins Awesome Angie, MJ, Kevin, and Robin in this topic. Welcome to the God-Focused Podcast. Today we have several voices on the call and our topic is loneliness. And I've heard loneliness stated as uh, it's a state of mind. It's actually, it's a, um, it's a state of mind that we choose as humans, but it's a very real challenge in our world today. And always, it always has been. And the definition that I pulled, I've got the sense, loneliness is the sense of being alone or lonely, dejected from want of companionship or sympathy. And it's, um, it's actually a choice. And we're going to talk through that today. We have several beautiful humans on this call with, I love the different perspectives. I've got a couple verses I wanted to start with to set the stage here. Genesis 2.18 in the NIV, the Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. And then Proverbs 18.1, whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire. He breaks out against all sound judgment. Goodness, that you could take those to so many interesting directions. So <laughs> um, I am very anxious to hear from each of you on uh, this topic of loneliness. And today we're going to start with Yolanda sharing from your heart on the topic of loneliness. Good morning. Hi. Um, so um, what I would like to share is a couple of scriptures. Uh, Matthew twenty-seven forty-six is the first. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, Lema, Sabachthani, that is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And I and I chose this passage uh, because it shows to me um, that there was a point where Jesus was completely lonely. He was forsaken. Um, at that point, because he had taken all the sins in the world upon himself, and God cannot look upon sin, and so at that moment when that happened, he he turned away from Jesus. And so, um, if there's anyone that understands loneliness, it's Jesus, um, because. At that point in time, um, he understood it because he was rejected at that point. So my my other passage is Second Timothy four sixteen through seventeen, and it reads: At my de- at my first defense, no one came to stand by me, but all deserted me. May it not be charged against them. But the Lord stood by me and strengthened me, so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it. So I was rescued from the lion's mouth. And that's, um, that's an encouraging scripture in that 
Um, at first, uh, no one came to be with him. And so that's a point of loneliness right there. But then the most important part is that um, the Lord strengthened him. So we can always find strength in the Lord, even in our times of loneliness. Um, so that's, that's, uh, that's what I wanted to say today. Beautiful. Amen. Thank you, Yolanda. MJ. Well, I, you know, that was awesome, Yolanda. And I, you know, from 1987, I was going back in some of my thoughts here from 1987 to 1998, for those 11 years, um, four of those 11 years, I lived by myself. And I thought that would be real cool, you know, living by myself and all that. And first three months, it seemed really cool. And then all of a sudden I hit that fourth, fifth, sixth month where I was going, man, this is kind of stinky poo. I, I, I need some kind of action with people. And so I got into some um, group organizations at that time. And I found that that helped a bit. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've, this has hit me from time to time, uh, this particular feeling of loneliness. And, um, you know, first off, you just need to accept that you're feeling it. Uh, that's the first thing. You just need to take on the challenge and see it as a challenge and not a problem and say, how, how can I work on this? And it, it's a matter of connection. You know, whether you try to connect with people with phone calls like I do a lot, I like to talk. Um, some people are texting, you know, they're into the texting thing or even using Zoom. You know, Zoom and the FaceTime stuff is always a way to connect with people and just try to find a friend you can confide in, you know, uh, or just get into some group that is doing something that you can believe in. You know, finding those groups can be very helpful just because, you know, you're having something to do. You're putting yourself out there. You're saying, hey, I need some help. You know, um, can I help somebody? You know, a lot of times if you're feeling lonely, try to go help somebody else. You know, do, do something of that nature. Um, small groups, you know, they talk so much in the church about being involved in a, in a small group. Well, I was a part of one many years ago, and then all of a sudden I got out of it. And I, I could tell this last year, especially, especially during the pandemic in 2020, I could feel myself going, I need to get into a small group. But I never really made the action to it until I kept praying about it. And then all of a sudden it said, he said to me, he says, MJ, why don't you just go build a small group? So I talked to four, three of my closest friends. and one of the things that came out of that is the God focused podcast, you know, build your own small group, you know, get out there, find somebody to help find an organization that you want to be involved with, whether it's trying to help feed people, uh, work with kids, get involved in like sports, you know, the basketball, the baseball, the soccer, the tennis, get involved and volunteer with something, find something you can do once a week. Cause it's interesting that, when groups get together, it's usually a once a week situation. You know, you look forward to that day or that night. Um, some people get together on Monday nights or on Wednesday nights or on uh, Friday nights. Um, I don't think it has to be a seven day a week thing, but it, it could be if that's what you want to do to help get yourself around people. Um, repeated intention. 
I wrote that word down, repeated intention. You know, what can I do to help other people? How can I put myself into a situation where even if I just go to the store, every time I go to the store, I look for somebody that I can possibly talk to, whether it be the checkout person, somebody working on the uh, in the aisles or something like that. Try to get yourself talking with other people and you'll find yourself when you go back there, maybe you'll see that person again. And eventually, you know, I go to a lot of restaurants where I live and I know the people who own those businesses or I know the people who are the major components of that business and I call them by name. And I think that's important because it makes me feel like I'm connected to this community. Um, you know, I just was just watching some stuff this morning here. And, you know, Jesus said to us, he says, come on and I will tell you the truth that I can lift your burdens. You know, and that's my take on it, that I, he can help you lift your burdens if you'll come to him and you say, hey, I'm struggling with this. You know, tell me what I can do, Lord. and I think you'll be able to find the people if you put yourself out there. And um, I just wrote that down. Um, take a, um, a, a quick, deep breath and just, you know, be quiet in a room sometimes and just say, Lord, how can I go find people? You know, listen to what he tells you and then praise him with some songs and and get some music going in your life. Uh, I find myself singing to songs that I hear over and over and over again, and I may not have the greatest voice and, and all that, but I make a joyful noise. And that is a, a way to get myself knowing that he's with me always. In fact, what, what is it? Matthew 28, 20, Matthew 28, 20 says, he says, and I will surely I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And he is with us right now as we're doing this. And I just feel his presence right now. And I just thank you guys for jumping on here. You, you make me feel so good. And I'm, I'm not feeling lonely right now. I'm feeling really good. Thank you, Angie. Yes, we are never alone. Kevin's up next. We are all, God is always with us. Even if we, there's physically no people near us. Um, it's also, I always like to think, you know, like if you look at the moon, how many other people right now are also looking at the moon? So we're not alone. There are people here. <laughs> uh, it's a matter of perspective and just, you know, being able to play those fun little games with yourself to, and there's, you know, the fun factor. That's always me, the creativity, nature, fun factor angle. <laughs> uh, all right, Kev, you ready? You are up. All right. So I'm going to talk about, uh, loneliness in the context of the body of Christ. Uh, you know, when, one of the things that I, I realized, so I, you know, for those of you that uh, don't know me, I, you know, about maybe 10, 12 years ago, I got divorced and, uh, you know, you know, that was a lonely time of life. And, and I didn't have connections in with the church. I didn't have connections. I kind of alienated all my friends, I really was a very lonely uh, point in time of my life, and uh, it was through it was through the church uh, and through the body of Christ uh, that uh, I really started connecting in with people again. And uh, so, when you know, when we talked about 
this idea of loneliness as a topic, that was where my mind went to first. And so I want to share with you uh, a scripture uh, from uh, Ephesians, hold on, let me um, 11 through gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by every the cunning and craftiness of people and their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. From him, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. And uh, uh, I picked this verse or these verses for the very reason of um, it, it is a collective effort, right? For us to be Christians means that we are not alone by, by very definition, whether it's the Holy Spirit inside our hearts, um, whether it is relationship with God, uh, whether it is uh, actually communion with other fellow believers, right? We, we are connected. We are part of a greater a greater purpose we're part of a greater collection of people uh not only that but we have a very specific focus um we have we have a, a purpose a role to serve and that's to honor and praise god and as we seek that as we try to move forward in our relationship with god as we try to really truly praise and worship him we we know ourselves better we know what we understand what our purpose in in, in life is we we generally um get clarity uh for what are we really trying to be and as we get that clarity you know we also get more attention of where we want to spend our time and energy and um and we just naturally by doing this by focusing on the joy the love the the acceptance of of god in christ um as we focus our energy there we're going to start drawing naturally drawing people to us that are of like mind similar thought similar goals right god will god will put them in your life um so if you are feeling lonely if you are struggling because you feel like you're disconnected from the world um seek god seek god seek his heart find joy in him praise him you know, you know try to do your best to to really put yourself your own personal self to the side and and love god and as you do that uh you'll find yourself transforming and you will find yourself naturally connecting into a greater a greater grid of of people and in a quite honestly a greater purpose so that's that's what i got for you Ange. beautiful thank you kev thank you thank you robin you are up okay um, wow everybody's saying uh, has said some great things and i appreciate that i was trying to combat feelings this week. It was a re really tough week feeling that um, I was fighting, um, fighting some battles on my own. Uh, the first uh, that I, I don't feel like at work I have um, a team, you know, people that I can really go to for assistance when I need it. 
And I wanted to share a story, just a brief story about what God does um, in those situations. And, you know, um, I know there are a lot of people out there who, you know, the feelings become so real. I mean, you just, the longer um, you think on them and the more you focus on them, the more you give them power over you. And trust me, I've done that. I still have to fight it. Um, but I've also learned, and I can look back and see in my life that uh, God does special things, you know, to um, show me his love and to remind me that he's here. So last night I was, um, I was in bed. It was way too early to go to bed and I, I just didn't feel well. And it was just me and my cat. Well, my mom had asked me to call her and we just had a brief uh, chat. And I, after I said goodnight to mom, I don't even know what I was doing with the phone. I was just actually singing silly songs to my cat. Not that he cared, but oh, I think he liked them. And <laughs> I looked at my phone. I'm not kidding you. I looked at my phone and I had called my friend Tasha. I didn't know I'd called her. I'd hit a button. I'd gone to contacts somehow and found her name and called her back. It's not as mysterious as you think. Um, I've kept her in my recent calls um, because she transferred from my school to um, a place, uh, let me think, to another department, another state department basically. And I've said for like six weeks, call her back, call her back, call her back. And I called her, I wasn't intending to call her. And I was singing to my cat for apparently a minute and 36 seconds. And she was just there thinking, well, she pocket dialed me and she doesn't know I'm here. And then we ended up having a three hour conversation that I think, no, that I know um, encouraged us both. And God works that way. Um, so the very first verse I actually stumbled across uh, in thinking of loneliness, the topic of loneliness, is in uh, the book of Deuteronomy. It's 31, verse 6. And, um, and it says, be strong. Be strong and courageous and do not be afraid or tremble at them, them being, you know, the enemies that were surrounding, you know, them and wanting to take their land or kill them off. Um, don't be afraid of your enemies for the Lord, your God is the one who goes with you and he will not fail you or forsake you. And just like uh, Yolanda shared, you know, that's very, it's a very good reminder that Christ, who for eternity before the cross had had perfect um, unity and 
wholeness and, and completeness with himself, God the Father and Christ the Son and the Holy Spirit to like on that cross where he was executed and suffered as much as any human possibly could. He, you know, he was, the Father couldn't look on him because of our sin. And I just, I can't imagine what that pain did to him and, and the sacrifice. So, I mean, just remember, a God, God will show up. If you, if you are lonely and you cry out to him, all you have to do is wait on him. And um, I know that we, you know, see our lives in time, you know, we want it to happen now or hopefully tomorrow. Don't make me wait for another month or another year or 10 years. But if you, <laughs> if you look at our history as people who um, belong to God, who love and serve him and, you know, we have our whole lives um, because of him, God is always on time and he's always faithful and he knows best. You know, I, I find it amusing that sometimes, you know, I've, I've asked the Lord, you know, for this or that, you know, for someone that I can come home to and talk to. And he has taught me, he's taught me, um, I think, <clears throat> I know he's taught me so much because like a lot of people out there during the pandemic, I mean, think about it. Think about people who were dying um, in hospice and nursing homes and hospitals, and they could not feel the touch of their families, right? And, you know, there are, I don't know, billions of people on this planet and we all need to belong. We all need love. And it's just like MJ said, we need to like be intentional. Um, I like that phrase, what you said, um, MJ, repeated intention, you know, to put yourself out there and put, get your eyes off of yourself and, um, and off of circumstances, off of the noise of the world, don't listen. And just, um, Remember God's love and ask him to shine that to everyone you meet. Beautiful. Thank you, Robin. That's awesome. <laughs> sure. Uh, Christopher is up next. Shining, shining that love through our eyes. We've talked about mm -hmm. that. That's awesome. Awesome. All right, Christopher, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you, Angie. Awesome, Angie. I appreciate it. Appreciate the invite and being here um, and getting to listen to these amazing testimonies and words of encouragement for, for me and for others. Um, I have a couple of phases in my life that I'm just going to talk about real fast. When I moved away from the farm out into the so-called suburbs, it was still another farm town. I can recall being 12, 13 years old and full family. I mean, two brothers and a sister, but I remember going out at side at night and other times and just having that still feeling of loneliness. And I'd carry that with me throughout my teenage years. My brother committed suicide when I was 15. 
So I knew that I wasn't alone in that loneliness feeling. Found out that my mom also suffered from depression, and I would continue that. Finding myself married and then divorced, and then the second lowest time in my life being feeling lonely again starting to think that this is just something that I'm going to have to deal with. Like this, is this normal, you know, um, going along in life and being surrounded with friends and, and family, but just kind of feeling alone. Um, not kind of, but having that strong feeling and praying and reading the Bible and continuing this state of mind, like, you know, um, Mike talked about how it is just a, it's a state of mind. And I believe Robin as well mentioned that. And then, Healing from the divorce, um, moving on and coaching, um, like Mike talked about, if you're ever lonely or feeling like you don't fit in or don't get involved in something, go give. Um, I think that's one of the things that um, several people taught when I was being mentored, that if if you want to get involved or feel like you're, go help somebody. So I did that in coaching and stuff and still still had that feeling. Oh, that loneliness just, I don't, didn't, didn't know how I could beat it or break it. Um, Started going to church more, um, started dating, um, got remarried and started my own business and went out on my own. And even though I was married and had a son, still having that feeling of loneliness, constant, hired an employee and just connected, Um, admired her work ethic. Um, I had gone through probably 20 employees that I couldn't keep uh, one of them uh, with their work ethic or just to come to work, period. And this one stuck and did everything I asked. And then some showed up when when I didn't even ask to, and we just really bonded, um, going out on the job site and just more than pulling her weight. People in the around us really admired her work. And then come to find out that she was pregnant and that's why she needed to work so much. And just everything about her person, you know, all of us that worked around together, um, you know, admired her for, and then, you know, really picked up the slack where I was short. And even though I was, you know, married and had a close family, this person, I finally didn't feel lonely. And she left and went off and, and um, started doing her own thing, which I knew eventually she would. And there was that feeling again. Here I am at work. First week went by. Okay, things got a little behind. Second week, then things really got behind. And then I started to feel like, wow, I, this, this individual carried a lot more weight than I expected. And I just, it just hit me how, how m- much she brought to the, to the business and how just, you know, I missed that part. And for the first time in my life, I earnestly prayed for a companion in Christ. And at 49 to 50 years old, like you talked about, you know, being intentional with that, I have been intentional and have finally, my relationship with my wife is better, with my kids is better, with my family and friends, all my relationships are better because I was intentional with my walk with Christ and with God as a selfish means to get me through the time where I had a gap. I've since hired another guy that is way better, does way more. And it's just a amazing thing how God works with people 
with people for us, brings people into your lives, brings people into our lives. If we'll come to him for those, that companionship, come to him for your needs and he'll provide to us, but just ask him have on a daily basis. Now I'm constantly in my mind, praying to him, asking him to bless those around me, asking him to bless those people that have come into my life and for me to be a blessing to them as well. So that's, that's what I wanted to bring in about loneliness, how it is, it is something that can only be overcome through the love of God and, and, and his mercy through Christ. And I'm walking, living proof of it. And I'm a much better person for everyone now because of it. So that's, that's my, Amen. that's what I wanted to say today. And I appreciate it. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> that's right. That's right, Mike. <laughs> so awesome. Thanks, Chris. Yes, everybody. Thank you so much for sharing from your heart. Um, wow. So many great nuggets in all of this. So many great nuggets. Anyone um, have any wrap up thoughts? I mean, there is a lot in all that. Well, I think maybe next week, maybe we could talk next week about um, how to go help people when we see this happening to other people. You know, maybe things that we could go do when we see this happening in others. I don't know. Do we want to do we want to go deeper on this topic? Because this the, the topic of loneliness is huge. And even before the pandemic, loneliness has always been a problem in our world and um, or challenge. <laughs> I like that word better. Um, but it's always been there. And um, I, I have this wonderful book that I love to read from. It's um, the uh, the opposite of a lonely I love this. Love, accept self, secure, and connected. And we could we could take each one of those topics, along with you know the topic of loneliness, um, you know, and dive deep into all four of those. I mean, we could we could take this topic to many directions. So, um, based on what we just heard, any last thoughts? We'll wrap up this call and. Um, um, and then just take what we've learned today and heard and reminded and just be intentional. God focused, stay focused on God. He is with us. Even if we feel alone, which is, you know, it's, it, it's real. I mean, we could feel alone. We could literally be somewhere and no people are around, but yet God is always there with us. He's always with us. And it's, keeping staying focused on God, just knowing he's there. Um, and, and, and cultivating that in our lives and allowing that to pull us through the real life scenarios that where we are literally alone, like no one around and how we can cultivate the relationships around us in so many different ways. You guys are so beautiful. All the, all the things you guys have shared. So, um, unless anyone has something heavy on their heart, let's wrap up this call and, um, let's just pray. Um, MJ, you want to wrap us up in prayer? Sure. Heavenly father, Lord, thank you for always being with us. And thank you for putting people in our lives that can help us through these types of challenges 
that are real and out here in this world that we navigate through. But with you, we can conquer all things. And thank you for this time. And thank you for helping us to help others with maybe something we said through your voice through us in your son's name. Amen. Amen. So if something's being said during this podcast, that's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now. Just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that has helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at godfocusedpodcast@gmail.com, at gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation. Secondly, if you have the financial means to help us, we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing. If there's any situations you can help with us, we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership, and then we'll have membership packages down the road. Please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com, and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ, and God bless you. Have a great week.